The healthcare industry is a major emitter of greenhouse gas emissions, and there is an increasing awareness of the direct impact that human health has on our planet's well-being. Endoscopy itself is a major contributor to the environmental footprint of healthcare, generating about 3.09 kilogram of waste per bed per day, ranking it actually as the third highest emission hospital department. Reusable and semi-disposable endoscopes are often used in standard endoscopic procedures. Yet, in some critical situations, single-use endoscopes offer the best choice to treat specific patients in the best possible way. Pentox Medical recently had the chance to visit Professor Dr. Felix Hurt, the medical director of the Department of Internal Medicine and Pneumology at the Thorax Clinic in Heidelberg, Germany, and he shared his clinical experiences with the single-use bronchoscope, the Pentox Medical One Pulmo. He highlighted the advantages of single-use endoscopes in intensive care units and interventional pulmonology procedures, but he also touched upon the topic of waste. Let's hear from what Professor Dr. Hurt had to say. When you have uh, the Pentax single-use in your hand and you used it, then it's really <laughs> a burden that you have to throw it away afterwards. Uh, especially thinking about the CO2 footprint. So therefore, we have a lot of debates with your company, what the company offers to come somehow in a positive balance there. The advantage is that it's single-use, we do not have any cross-contamination, we do not have the whole cleaning process in the back and we can use it just by opening a box. But we have to accept that we're producing more material which we're throwing away afterwards and therefore it's, I think, an obligation from the company to tell me as a user what the company is doing to compensate that. In the segment you just heard, Professor Hurt says he would like to hear from manufacturers how they will solve the sustainability challenges, such as compensating for the waste produced by single-use endoscopes. And that's exactly the topic I would like to explore today with my two guests. First of all, Professor Shaji Sebastian, consultant gastroenterologist at the IBD Unit Yale University Teaching Hospitals in the United Kingdom, and Harald Huber, Global VP for Product and Category Management at Pentox Medical. Welcome to the both of you, and also thank you for today's listeners for tuning in to the fourth episode of Patient Safety in Endoscopy, the podcast. Well, Professor Sebastian, my first question would be addressed to you. And sustainability is probably one of the hottest topics in endoscopy at the moment. We just heard Professor Hurt asking for medical device manufacturers to be transparent in their sustainability efforts. Does this resonate with you? Uh, thanks, Marley. Um, absolutely. And I think this is a, a, a very critical aspect of um, considering uh, sustainability uh, in a manufacturing process, particularly in relation to endoscopy. So uh, I would probably break this down uh, as the need for transparency in the philosophy of the organization. And I'm very pleased to see that the very fact that we are having this conversation with Harold um, and previous conversations with companies such as Pentax that uh, very much the philosophy or change in direction of the philosophy in relation to incorporating 
sustainability uh, in, in the, within the, the organization is, is, is important. That's the first part of the transparency, I would say. The second part, which is equally important and perhaps more important is being very transparent about the processes in relation to achieving those sustainability. Um, we know uh, people like me who have had these conversations uh, with our industry partners know uh, that it's not an easy solution. Uh, you know, we know it's not an easy fix. Uh, there are a lot of unknowns and uh, we do need to find answers to some of the questions. But what we do want is industry to be open and honest about that, not do any uh, sort of make the mistake of greenwashing um, uh, for want of a better expression and come up with, with, with solutions uh, to make sustainability uh, right at the center of that of your organization. Listen to us, uh, you know, those who are working in the field and uh, also uh, collaborate with us. And that will bring me uh, to the third part of transparency, that is transparency in partnerships. Because I think it is critical that we work as partners in, uh, in our journey uh, for sustainability because it's absolutely vital for us. We've just been through uh, or going through uh, an exit, uh, you know, perhaps an existential threat in the form of COVID-19. But climate change is far, far more important. Uh, and I think it's much, much more of an ex existential threat uh, uh, to the human race, uh, you know, even compared to COVID-19. So we have to, both industry and academia, the clinical uh, community need to work together. So we need to have transparency in those partnerships. And I'm um, uh, hoping from today's discussion, uh, we will get a bit more uh, clarity on those aspects. It's a clear call to action for transparency and uh, also to companies like Pentax Medical. Harold, hearing both Professor Hurt and Professor Sebastian underlining the importance of sustainability and transparency and being part of the solution, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I can just agree to both of them. And I think especially um, Professor Sebastian is spot on. Um, I would even add to his statement, the manufacturers have to be transparent in their sustainability efforts, yes. And in addition to that, they need to show credibility in that aspect. So I think um, when he mentioned the, the word um, greenwashing, that's exactly the keyword of the moment. You cannot just produce a product that creates a lot of waste and then just compensate for it and do nothing else. I think you have to live up to your values. Um, otherwise, this, this whole um, important topic won't fly. So as part of our sustainability journey at Pentax Medical, we are trying to incorporate sustainable thinking in, in every aspect. So reducing our waste, looking for environmentally friendly alternatives, package design, product design, what's the impact in manufacturing and during transport, what's the impact during clinical use. So all the different parts of the whole journey that are involved in that. So, however, I have to admit um, all of our ambitions for sustainability, they always need to be balanced with the primary goal um, of patient safety. So, of course, we need to make sure that sustainability is in every aspect, but at the same time, we need to make sure that um, every patient can be treated in the best way possible without compromising the safety. 
Thank you for that, Harold. I think that's a, a very clear and promising uh, statement. On the other hand, we also heard Professor Hurd mentioning the importance of uh, the CO2 footprint and lowering that. And I guess with reason, since the healthcare industry accounts for 4% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So, Harold, can you elaborate a bit more on Pentox medical sustainability efforts uh, in that regard? Sure, absolutely. So, first of all, Pentax Medical is committed to the United Nations Sustainability Development Goals. Um, and we have especially committed to those goals where we can make an impact as an organization. Um, based on them, we are engaging in many different activities and we are even planning to do more. So, um, coming back to the statement you just mentioned, let me give you an example um, on Professor Hurt's comment about um, you can't just use it by opening a box. Um, it's actually a nice example for one of those goals where we have committed to, which is uh, minimizing the freight volumes. Um, it's again a balance we need to consider. On the one hand, um, it's an endoscope is a medical device which needs to be protected during the transport. So no compromise on proper packaging, no compromise on patient safety. But on the other hand, any reduction in packaging or freight volume means also more products can be shipped at the same time which means less transport, which means less CO2 emissions. So what we did in a global redesign project with the goal to minimize our packaging material and carbon emissions, we were able to reduce our freight volume by 18.5%, accounting for less CO2, and 33% um, less cardboard, and if I remember correctly, 69% of cushion material. So that's a great achievement, and we are extremely proud about that. And Coming back to Professor Hurt um, and Professor Sebastian's initial question about how we as manufacturers are compensating this. So besides our, let's call it internal initiatives like packaging, redesign, alternative materials, we are also seeking ways to neutralize our carbon emissions. So for example, we are very happy to support the Togo reforestation project to compensate for um, the carbon emissions in the production of our plasma bag, um, endoscope storage bags. So as a result, all of those plasma bag um, storage bags are actually carbon neutral. And on top of that, we will um, be, that's what I meant before, we go even further and we go even beyond. So we will introduce also a new plasma bag this year, which is made of 80% recycled plastic. So this will also hold the German eco label of the Blue Angel. So you see in this thinking, we, um, we, we try to already live up to those goals, but we already try and think about how can we go further in all that. Thanks, Harold, for that. And uh, uh, building on to that, I think it's really great to hear Professor Sebastian already advocating for sustainability. But I can imagine, uh, Professor Sebastian, for you, ensuring both patient safety and sustainability are equally important. So how do you look at that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And uh, as, as practitioner, uh, practicing clinicians, uh, you know, uh, safety is absolute uh, paramount uh, to that. And uh, uh, there is no compromise uh, possible in relation to safety consideration. And I do uh, agree with uh, Harold that uh, that consideration has always been taken uh, in, in uh, various uh, manufacturing processes um, in, in relation to endoscopy. And I'm uh, really pleased to see some of the 
what I would call as the low-hanging fruits uh, in relation to some of the offsetting what is being uh, done by companies such as uh, Pentax. And I, I was briefly involved uh, um, uh, and learned about the plasma bag, for, uh, for, for example. Clearly, that also needs evaluation, and hopefully we will do that um, shortly. So there is uh, work already uh, going on on that. And uh, I think the, the, the bigger thing is, is in relation to uh, understanding where uh, we can make the gains in relation to carbon throughout the patient journey. And this is where the industry and the clinical community, um, you know, endoscopist, the, uh, the endoscopy nurses, the, the staff who is processing the scopes, et cetera, all need to have an understanding of the principles of uh, sustainability and the importance of sustainability and work together to find solutions. We, we don't have answers to all the uh, problems, um, but we do need to work together to find solutions. And I'm Hoping, working with um, companies such as Pentax, we can reach such solutions. Harold, you just mentioned that the importance of treating each and every patient in the best way possible. Can you please shed some light on how the industry can best balance between sustainable innovations while also achieving its primary goal of patient safety? Yeah, that's actually a fantastic question um, because this is kind of the overarching um, topic in, in this whole um, sustainability theme. So how to balance sustainability goals with patient safety. And um, as you know, through the um, third SDG, we as Pentax Medical are committed um, to improve hygiene and endoscopy. So the, the third one is um, to increase actually patient outcomes. And what does that mean is in, this, in endoscopy, you know, there is a wide range of um, patients with um, different conditions, which may be treated differently. And um, nobody knows better in this round than um, Professor Sebastian. But um, those different patients and different medical procedures simply cannot be served with a, a one-fits-all product. So what we are doing is um, there are actually procedures with a lower infection risk and a higher amount of patients, which are perfect for reusable scopes, uh, low risk, high volume. Then there are other situations where you need the high performance of a reusable scope, but where the, there's a higher infection risk. So for those cases, a semi-disposable scope makes perfect sense, where only a few components with risk potential are made disposable and the rest of the endoscope is reusable. And then there are, of course, situations where you have a risk patient, um, either immunocompromised, so he's already coming um, with some kind of disease or sick, um, or with a known infection. And um, best case we had in the past couple of years with COVID. So there is a patient who is coming in with COVID and then you have to decide, um, do you want to avoid any risk of infection transmission, either from the scope to the patients or from the patient to the scopes? Uh, probably no. And that's all examples where a single use scope makes the most sense. So you see, um, we have basically three cases, but uh, none of those three cases uh, I just mentioned would be a complete fit to all. So we as Pentax Medical, basically we believe in um, this, what we call the power of choice between a meaningful mix of reusable and single use products together with advanced cleaning solutions. So we think that we can provide with this um, the, the best clinical, economical and environmental benefit to our customers. So we, we do not want to force the doctors and patients into one particular product, 
Instead, we want to enable the doctors to always choose the right solution for each patient with a maximum of patient safety. And, and again, it's um, the patient safety which is driving our efforts here. And as Professor Hurt um, mentioned about the one pulmo single-use bronchoscope is comparable to reusable scopes. Um, I was actually very, very proud because um, this was our um, absolute goal from the beginning. So since the first day of development, we always wanted to have a single-use scope which is comparable to reusable to allow the doctors to take the choice and to choose what is best for the patients and not um, decide uh, and not have the product decide what's the best for the patient. And um, the same was, by the way, for the deck endoscope. Um, so the, the disposable elevator cap to the endoscope. And we probably were the first company to apply sustainable thinking in this design because for that product, we applied a complete different way of thinking. Instead of working around the given design, we challenged the status quo. And instead of only thinking about the doctors, we wanted to help um, and understand also the reprocessing staff and uh, support everybody is involved along the journey of the scope to make the cleaning of the scope easier. So last but not least, I, I have to mention about the, in, this, uh, in this list of three, the reusable scopes. Um, also for them, our goal is to make the cleaning easier and faster to increase the hospital efficiency. Um, but of course, without, um, again, any compromise in patient safety. So we have developed the plasma typhoon solutions, which significantly reduce energy consumption by cutting down the time for drying and storage from a couple of hours to a couple of minutes and which offers zero energy storage um, for um, 31 days. So you see um, in, in all the different cases where, um, where sustainability could be relevant in endo endoscopy, um, we have solutions in place and we still continue. So we don't stop here. We still continue to develop solutions. Oh, that's some music to my ears, Harold, to hear that you won't stop innovating and that you at least already have these solutions in place. So that's good to hear. I would also like to hear from you, Professor Sebastian, reflecting on that concept of the power of choice. So essentially giving the doctor the power to choose whatever he or she thinks is best for the patient uh, that he or she is helping. Could you offer your opinion on when a clinic or hospital should opt for a reprocessed device, so reusable, and when sing a single-use instrument is the best option? The answer I would give to that is that as a clinician who, uh, you know, we really value the power of choice, the patients also value the power of choice, and the key to have those choices being developed is innovation. And uh, Harold has nicely touched on that, uh, you know, a uh, lot of innovations have been already done by uh, Pentax and more to come. And that is uh, really music to my ears as well, uh, just like you, you mentioned. So uh, the, the choice is important. And uh, the aspects relating to the single use endoscope is absolutely critical in some setting. I do agree that uh, when safety is of uh, critical um, uh, relevance in a, in, a, in a setting such as infection risk, clearly, um, you know, single use scopes have a, a value. Uh, but what I do uh, have a, a disagreement uh, in, in, in a global perspective, not necessarily with the approach being taken by Pentax, which is clearly offering a power of choice, is when there is a move towards uh, sort of single-use endoscopes in a global setting, even in low risk or relatively low risk environment. And the cost of that uh, 
both economically as well as from a point of view of uh, environmental uh, impact is massive. And I was just interested in reading the, the paper um, which was pu published in the Gut Journal from um, some of our colleagues in Vermont. Uh, and so it, it was really eye-opening that if we could change all the endoscopes which are being performed in US into single use, the net waste mass would increase by about 40%, okay, 40%. So all, almost quadrupling, even if you exclude some of the consumables which are used. So we simply cannot uh, 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 be thinking about all endoscopes being uh, uh, sort of uh, single use. But there are instances, as Harold mentioned, and we heard earlier from uh, our uh, audio tape in relation to critical care, where uh, you know single-use bronchoscopes will have a role in uh, some situations. And similarly, there may be uh, in some scenarios in gastroenterology. But innovations such as you know the elevator cap, which is produced by the uh, by Pentax in relation to duodenoscopes for ERCP, you know those are innovations. What we are uh, crying out for. Um, and finally, Harold mentioned a, a, a key group of our colleagues, which are our endoscope reprocessing staff, you know, involving them in these discussions, uh, you know, supporting them in coming up with the most um, hygienic solutions, but but those are environmentally uh, friendly too, uh, you know, and investing in those uh, areas, uh, perhaps through the entire endoscopy journey of the patient, not just focusing on the, 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 the equipment at the endoscope, but the whole journey of the patient uh, by companies such as Pentax. And I know they are uh, really working on, uh, you know, working with partners such as us to uh, look at where we can sort of improve uh, the, the green part of the endoscopy uh, is, is really welcome. Well, thanks for sharing those very interesting insights, Professor Sebastian. Personally, to me, that 40% increase, if we would only use single-use endoscopes, is quite alarming. So I think that even makes today's discussion more relevant. That also brings us to our final question of today, and that is the following. What is your personal advice to other clinicians, nurses, reprocessing staff, or hospital managers on how to take the first steps to creating a more sustainable endoscopy practice in their hospitals? Could you please reflect on that? Yeah, one of my dreams or um, some of our colleagues who we formed an advocacy group, you may have heard of uh, Green Endoscopy. It's not an organization. We are uh, a group of enthusiasts who believe uh, that it is in our power to make some changes uh, in relation to the carbon footprint of endoscopy. So our uh, goal overall is to have uh, green endoscopy units, uh, um, you know, right length and breadth of, uh, uh, of, of at least the UK, but we are working with uh, partners. We are members now from other parts of the world, including uh, New Zealand, uh, um, uh, Europe, you know, um, recently with uh, Australia and also um, uh, the Americans, uh, colleagues have also joined together. So that is our 
uh, goal and how do we achieve that primarily by informing educating um, you know uh, looking at the processes in individual organizations looking at processes and the behaviors of uh, individual uh, members of, of the staff in relation to approaching endoscopy with the green hat on for uh, for a bet one of a better expression uh, that's that's one of the things which we uh, want to do unfortunately um, organizations and uh, industry are um, you know uh, listening to us um, and we are working with them and hopefully that journey uh, will be uh, successful um, you know in, in achieving the goal of the green endoscopy unit. Uh, can we do it? Yes it is a tough ask uh, but I think it's very much achievable. We only have to look at uh, uh, COVID-19, you know, it's it's amazing, isn't it, that uh, the the community, the the academia, the the clinicians, the industry, the government, you know, financial sector, all of them came together at record pace uh, to find solutions, um, you know, for uh, for COVID-19, uh, which may not be perfect, but acceptable solutions. So now we have another challenge, isn't it, which is climate change. And for us in the healthcare sector, we should address this challenge with the same vigor, same collaborative approach and same partnership working like we did for COVID-19. And uh, I, I'm, I'm confident that we will do that. Thank you, Professor Sebastian. It's great to hear that the industry is putting a green hat on, as you say rightfully, to find the most appropriate sustainability solutions. So thanks much for sharing those thoughts. Harold, over to you for the final time. What would be your advice to the industry to take steps towards a more sustainable endoscopic future? Yeah, I mean, um, I can just speak from the industry perspective. So, um... I just can give limited uh, advice to hospital managers about how to create a sustainable endoscopy in, in their hospitals. Um, but I would say challenge the status quo is the first step. Um, it's, it's a minor step, but um, with a huge impact. So in the industry environment, and especially coming from a, a Japanese company like Pentax, um, continuous improvement principles have a very long tradition. So. I think challenge the status quo and trying to introduce some of those principles from other industries could be some advice um, to initiate the change and um, even small changes to workflows, processes or products um, can have a huge impact on, uh, on their journey to create a sustainable endoscopy in the hospitals. And um, of course, last but not least, I would always recommend um, to the hospitals to always remember you have the power of choice, so it's it's your decision um, what to do, what to take, um, so you have it in your hands. Thanks, Harold. It was great to hear from the both of you, to hear different perspectives, both the industry perspective and the healthcare professional perspective, and how both parties can actually be part of the sustainable solution and not the problem. Seeing how single-use endoscopes are increasingly adopted into clinical practice, conversations around the environmental impact help us find a way forward, most definitely. Um, what I heard you say today is a call to action to the whole uh, industry to be open and honest, 
transparency is really the key word I, uh, I picked up on. And of course, also credibility. So uh, let's all try to challenge the status quo and be part of the sustainability solution. So thanks again to both of you. And uh, if you would like to learn more about Pentox Medical's journey to a more sustainable future, then uh, we encourage you to take a look at uh, pentoxmedical.com. So thanks all.